0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the "You Were Born for This" podcast with Father John Ricardo, Mary Gilfoyle. We're a couple of missionaries in Acts 29, and this is the podcast where we talk about anything and everything having to do with transformation in the church. Welcome to August, Mary.
1: I can't believe it, Father John. August first.
0: Yeah, August in parish life means
1: means everybody's oh, gearing no. up. Everybody's <laughs> gearing up. So all of the plans that. We're put on that calendar in spring, are getting ready to be unplugged, Yeah. put the car in, in drive, and here we go for the next 10 months.
0: And that's the reason for the episode, right? So what's our, uh, our yes, title?
1: Father John. So um, our conversation today is called The Rescue Project is Coming. Rescue is coming, people.
0: <laughs> oh, praise be Jesus. All right, well, let's pray, and then we'll, uh, we'll hand this conversation over to the Lord, huh? In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Father, we continue to thank you for these summer days and for uh, hopefully a break that you've given to many of us, uh, though not all of us, we know, chance to uh, gaze upon the beauty of your handiwork, your creation, to be refreshed and recharged. Lord, we just want to pray in a special way for uh, pastors and all of their brothers and sisters who labor with them for uh, the spread of the gospel as they Gear up for the beginning of the school year, for the beginning of uh, parish programming in earnest. For all that's on their plates, Lord, we just ask that you would bless them, provide for them, give them peace, guidance, help them to be attentive to your plan uh, for their parishes. We pray for all our brothers and sisters uh, who are eager to know you more deeply and to help others know you as well. May what we're going to talk about today be... Uh, a means of encouragement and hope for them. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. In the the name of the the Father, the Son, the Holy Holy Spirit. Spirit. Hey, quick shout-out to uh, our brothers Rick and Nick, who now have recorded two episodes of The Mission Guys, uh, which is uh, another podcast that we bring out of Acts 29, also available on our website, acts29.org in Roman numerals. And um, it's really geared in a, in a particular way towards bishops, pastors, anybody in leadership. It's all, but, around, uh,
1: it's all around leadership. And, um, of course, you and I have had the blessing of uh, serving alongside them in x 29 for now going into our fourth year. But to hear the brothers uh, share what they've been sharing with uh, strategic leadership teams uh, in dioceses. Uh, with bishops that they've been walking with over the last couple of years. It's just been really exciting for me to hear,
0: Yeah, amen. Um,
1: to hear those conversations. And uh, shout out to you guys. You're doing great work, and uh, keep on recording. People so, are hungry to know what it means to be a leader in an apostolic age.
0: So check out the mission, guys. Yeah, All right, so amen. let me try to put on an interview hat. I'm going to ask you to go back in time uh, a few years If you wouldn't mind, Mary. So you were the uh, director of evangelization and and discipleship at the parish where we were serving. And maybe I can just try to have a conversation with you in in that role um, with regards to the rescue project that we're about to release on August 20th. So that's why we're doing this episode right now. Um, So on August 20th, we're going to release on August. our website, which is rescueproject.us, right? All one word, rescueproject.us. We're gonna release this uh, video experience that we've created, uh, and we just wanna talk about how we can best use that and how, a, a, whether it could be a parish or individuals in homes or teachers or people at work, whatever it is, how we can use that. So um, we're also gonna be doing on that same day, which is a Saturday, Uh, a day of equipping, right? And we're going to film that. Why are we doing that?
1: Those are great questions. Can I just circle back and address your first thought? You know, so uh, you're putting on your interview hat and I'm going to put on my hat and remind myself what it feels like to be in the office of evangelization in a parish Mm. and getting ready to begin ministry. And oftentimes, you know, we're looking for a set of things in terms of, and I don't even, you know, you and I um, are keen to say we don't like the word program.
0: Right. What we
1: want to do is create experiences, mm. right, for the men and women that God has invited us to serve, and the greatest experience that we can offer as as clergy and as leaders in parishes is an experience of Jesus Christ. Mm. Right, because we would say oftentimes, and and we've we've heard this ad nauseum as if, as we've you know uh, been on mission for the last three years in Acts twenty nine, is that most people in the pews haven't heard the gospel proclaimed, and so it's not worth building out an evangelization roadmap, right, Mm. until we've created a space for people to experience God.
0: First things first.
1: Absolutely. I mean, the primacy is in that encounter with the Lord, and so we could talk about a whole set of things after that, but for right now, if I'm sitting in my office, I'm hearing about this thing called the Rescue Project, and the Rescue Project is simply an experience of the gospel over eight weeks, Yeah. and it's designed to be run, we would say, Father John, Wright, anywhere and everywhere for everyone, yeah. no matter where they are. Because the beauty of the gospel and the way that this has been uh, put together is that it meets people right where they are. So if I'm sitting in parish ministry and I'm hearing someone describe, hey, there's a tool out there that you can integrate into your pathway in your parish, um, I'm gonna jump on that and I'm gonna investigate it and I'm gonna start talking to some people. And we hope folks will, Talk to us a little bit more about that. Yeah,
0: and that's why we're releasing them all at once. I mean, we've gone back and forth as a team as to how to best get this out. It's all free. We, it's, we're it's we so adamant on that, that everything we do is free. Um, so they're all going to be available. But, we you know, we kicked around the idea of like, wow oh, we don't want people to binge watch these. And then we're kind of like, who cares if people binge watch them? Like, we want people to hear the gospel, right? Have, and absolutely. I think as a pastor or as a director of evangelization like you were, like, I'm not going to run anything in my parish until I've seen it, right? So I want I want my brothers to be able to see this and be able to look at it and go, yes, that's exactly what we want. Or no, I don't think that would be helpful for us in a no, parish. That, so we, you know, we just want to make it available yeah, to people. Yeah,
1: that's exactly right. And we're going to have some in-depth conversation, you know, beyond this conversation. And um, But at the end of the day, uh, we can talk about how you run it, when you run it, but to your point, Father John, um, you can even just run a beta in your parish as leaders. Yeah. Right? You, just run it um, over eight weeks, the way it's designed to be run. And we'll talk a little bit about that just to get some buy in, yeah. to, to learn a little bit more about it and to learn more about equipping and. What might be required if I want to run this in a deeper way?
0: Yep. So eight weeks, um, nine videos. They all range from about thirty to forty-five minutes. Intended to be, you know, uh, a meal, and then watch the video, and then have conversation afterwards. There's a little retreat built into it. We'll have other episodes that will go more in depth. Let me go. Let me go back to this. Um, training, equipping day that we're going to do on August 20th. So we got like 40 plus dioceses that are represented, a couple hundred people coming. Um, We're going to be filming it. Same people who filmed uh, the Rescue Project video series are going to be uh, filming this. Just speak into that, like, why are we doing this? You know, like you talk often about the danger of a uh, what you would call a Netflix right. mentality. Well, you know, w- why are we equipping people on how to run this? How much hard, like, how hard can this how, be? Don't you just have to hit play? <laughs> yes, <you
1: know. laughs> um, that's often that, that's often our mindset. I, I think, especially where where many of us have been in parish ministry, is typically what we'll do is we hear there's this new something or another coming out, right? And um, you take a look at it, you go, oh, I can do this. Or I'll just call the parish down the street and go, hey, did you run this? And maybe they ran it. And maybe they ran it well or maybe they didn't, right? And then you learn maybe after you start looking at this experience or, or these tools that are out there that it might be worth learning how how can we best leverage this experience? And you and I talk often with our team that it's not so much what you offer, and it is important what you offer. We would say even more importantly, it's how you offer what you offer. And in a particular way, our culture in Acts 29 Mm. informs the Rescue Project deeply. So anyone who goes through the Rescue Project is going to encounter um, our culture, our values, and maybe these three words that we say uniquely mark the rescue project. And that's human, beauty, and accompaniment. And it's Mm. one thing to talk about that. It's another thing to experience that. And Mm. so those are some of the things that we want to immerse people in as we go deeper with small group principles. the, uh, the importance and the role of prayer uh, every week or on the retreat day. And then just talking about that threefold um, desired outcome of the rescue project. So I'll just mention those just real quick. So, you know, the gospel is supposed to overwhelm us, mm. our heart, our mind, our body, our soul, everything, so much so that we make a decision by the power of the Holy Spirit to surrender our lives to Jesus so that... We can be mobilized for a mission in his church. And so those are the things that we want to talk deeply about and expose people to. So if I'm learning how to play the game of golf, I'm probably going to learn more from going to see someone to show me how to play as opposed to maybe watching you know, or, or reading a book or maybe watching some videos or something about getting together with people. And um, experiencing it, so that's what we're going to do. On I just, want, I just 20th.
0: want to go back to a comment that you made because yeah. because some people, it's it's funny um, sometimes. I'm not sure this this is so. Um, it should be so intuitive and just so natural for us, but unfortunately, in the church, we often have a way of like making things not really human, like almost more transactional or functional. But you said like we want to make sure people know how to run this well, and so I can imagine some people listening going run it well like all you got to do is hit play right but it's so much more than that because as you were describing it we we saw people with other kinds of experiences in the past they thought that's all you did have to do was just like get people together and hit play and watch it talk but that doesn't bring the transformation that we're looking for does it I mean we're looking for well you know we, we say often increasingly so over the last number of weeks and months as we've been together with Priests and bishops, and just reflecting with them on what we've seen uh, over the last couple of years. You know, it's almost like the church just needs desperately to learn how to be human again, and and how to be family again. And this is a, a th- that's very much something that we want to make sure we try to help people uh, integrate into how to run the rescue project. Like you wouldn't think, I remember somebody calling you, my mind's just going back immediately when we started, we were using Alpha in the parish uh, very well, still huge fans of Alpha, but I remember someone calling you one time, you were sharing this with me, saying, hey, I'm thinking of doing this, but I don't know how to invite people. Mm-hmm. And and something as simple as that, like, well, how do you invite people over to your house for, like, dinner or dessert or you want to come by and just have a drink like we're so we're so transactional we're so used to being behind screens unfortunately that something that should be as simple and as natural as well how do you build friendship we actually have to offer some remedial classes (laughs) on, don't we it's kind
1: of sad but you know what i think is behind that father john here here's what i think Hmm. i think people know how to invite folks to their home for like, you know, Super Bowl dinner, um, play cards, watch, watch a Super Bowl, what, you know, do whatever. Yeah. But I think people have the mindset that if I'm bringing you, I'm inviting you to my house and we're going to, you know, we're going to, I'm going to invite you for like eight weeks, which seems kind of like you're inviting me to your home for like eight weeks. I mean, that's kind of a flag. So that might freak some people out and ultimately you're inviting them to an experience of the gospel and i think there's a hesitancy in people's hearts like like um how in the world do i do that given what the conversations may be around mm. and i think we i think we i think we put expectations on ourselves that we need not put on ourselves because what makes the rescue project and any small group experience quite frankly i like to think of a small group right? The rescue project's designed to be um, leveraged in a small group. It's just a group of friends coming together just to have conversation, to be real, to be honest, to be vulnerable, to accept people where they are. And I think sometimes we, we think we have to have all the answers. What if I don't know all the answers, or what if I do something wrong? Mm. If you're willing to step into friendships, and to be real and honest. And in this situation, talk about the content of the gospel over eight weeks. It's so much easier if we just look at it through the lens of friends. I don't know, I don't know if that helps you. No, I love that. No, that's great.
0: I'm sure that helps a lot of us, you know. Um, Yeah, we've, uh, yeah, (laughs) that's that's just a uh, a great way for us to think about this, you know, take some pressure off. And even now, I think that's what our suggestion is. Um, You know, start thinking about a number of us maybe run Bible studies out of our homes. I know some men and women who do small groups out of their homes for different things. And they've they've reached out. They've asked, you know, for ideas. This is our idea right now. So if you're looking for something to do, you know, uh, you, maybe you and your spouse or you and some friends at work, you want to host something. That's probably going to take an hour and a half to two hours, right? That's what it's going to take by the time you do a meal and watch the talk and in a conversation. This is, uh, this is something that we just want to offer to you. There's a trailer that's on the website at rescueproject.us. And in 19 days, uh, everybody can access all nine videos. And we're eager for them to get it out and and to be able to share it. So for my brothers who are pastors, you know, uh, I just want to encourage you, take a look at this. If you've never done something like this in the parish where you've, like, trained people like how to run small groups, put together a... A team of folks to, to have meals because unfortunately the church oftentimes is really good We're at good a at bag of lettuce bread. and cold soup, <laughs> but like to actually have a meal where people walk out and go, "Wow, that was like good food." Really like we want to we, we want to try to help people with that. So if if you've never done something like this in your parish, you might want to wait and not do it until maybe you've run it with your staff. Uh, and your team and kind of expose people to that. Some of your key leaders kind of use the fall to just kind of build some momentum that way. And then maybe think about come January doing this in a bigger fashion. If you have done things like this and you've got key leaders in place, you know, who can do hospitality and meals and they're trained to run small groups because navigating small groups can be a challenge. um, Then this is something that we think you might want to try to do uh, earlier than that. We've talked to principals who are thinking about doing this with their staffs. We've talked to um, people in RCIA who are thinking about using this at the beginning of RCIA. We just want to get it out. And again, because it's free, um, we don't feel bad about that because we don't make anything on this. We just want Jesus to be known and people to come to know their identity as the Father's beloved sons and daughters, right?
1: Father John, those are all uh, really great ideas. So keep in mind that on August 20th, not only on that website, rescueproject.us, will you be able to see all nine videos in their, in their full content for your prayerful discernment. You're also gonna see our companion resources. Ah. And those are companion resources for your small group leaders, for your um, administrators, coordinators of the Rescue Project. And in those, so we have companion resources. So, so the first one is for our guests, our friends that are gonna come to a small group. That one's called the Story Guide. That's all available August 20th for a uh, digital download. We're also gonna have another guide called the Running Rescue Guide, Mm. and that's for small group facilitators, like I said, administrators, coordinators, and it has all the nuts and bolts, the story behind the rescue project, how to lead small groups, how to to offer that retreat, what does prayer ministry look like? That's all gonna be available for digital download also come january so sometime early in 2023 as father john mentioned that the the training that we're going to be offering on the 20th that's going to be filmed and captured and made available Mm. as well so that's going to be supplemental online video equipping which we think is going to be really important so if you have as father john said you're familiar with small group ministries um, in your parish you might be uniquely poised to run it immediately, yeah. depending upon what you've already put on your calendar back in the spring for the fall. If not, you can run it easily uh, in the winter as well. So you're gonna see a lot of resources available. You're gonna see additional equipping uh, videos available too around all kinds of things that we wanna talk to you about as to how you discern what's next after the rescue project. Right. Because that's, that, that is, more often than not, a typical question. We've got some equipping conversations coming your way there as well, so.
0: And then you and I are gonna do a a weekly, I don't know what we're gonna call it, video cast or something, right? We'll do it on all the different outlets that people can access, things like that. Starting the week of, I think, September 11th. 11th. So
1: September 16th is our first live stream conversation across a multitude of platforms. And those are designed to be equipping conversations too. We're gonna continue to talk about it here. And um, if you guys have any questions at all, reach out to us um, at Acts 29, and we're happy to answer any questions you have to equip you, to pray with you, uh, to do everything we can so that you can bring the gospel to the people in the pews, outside the pews, so as to be mobilized for a mission.
0: Yeah, the, right. you know, just maybe one last thought. You, you mentioned that these videos uh, that we're going to film on the equipping day on August 20th are going to be available starting sometime in January 2023. And so you know, like the thought that comes to mind is, um, we actually, um, we're thinking long game here. You know, like we we think uh, in the fall, this is gonna hopefully begin to generate some momentum and some enthusiasm. And then like, we have no idea what's coming. You know, this this could be this could be a total dud that just <laughs> lands flat on its face, uh, or it could be it could be huge. We don't know. We just know there's a hunger for the gospel because there's there's no hope apart from what God has done for us in the person of Jesus, and this is our way of sharing with people what the Lord has done for us, and it's it's resounded with people. Thanks be to God. And we want to give people hope in an increasingly hopeless and despairing time. That's what this is about, and, right? Know,
1: and and also a lonely time. Yeah, right? people are hungering for yeah. Communi- yeah, community, community, right. and, and, and communion. And I think one of the most encouraging things, whether this is a whether this is, you know, an explosive thing where it fizzles really quickly. Who knows? I mean, but but we're docile to the Holy Spirit. We're entrusting it to Him. But the fact that we have 43 dioceses coming means uh, to get equipped means that the Rescue Project is more than likely coming to a parish in your area, hopefully soon. Or a home. Or a home. Or a workplace. Or a prison. Or a restaurant.
0: Or wherever.
1: That's right. Or
0: a college, hopefully. So we'd ask you this right now. Please hold this close in prayer. Hold this equipping day that we're doing on the 20th in prayer. For those of you who are going to come on that day, we're eager to see you. Uh, and to have you in our backyard. Um, and please just ask that the Lord would continue to guide and lead us in all the decisions uh, and uh, questions that we're trying to discern, answers to as to how to best get this out. We we just want everybody to come to know who Jesus is, what he's done, be transformed by the power of the Spirit, and be sent out on mission so as to help God get his world back. Because apart from the Father, uh, there is no hope so the father is real what his son has done for us is extraordinary and the power of the holy spirit at work within our lives is able to do infinitely more than we can ask for or imagine because all of that is true do not be afraid god is with you and you were born for this